Hey everyone, it's Josh, and in case you haven't heard, Israel is celebrating its 75th anniversary this April. To celebrate, we at Israel, our radio, have put together a brand new program called 75 Years, 75 Songs, and it's touring Jewish communities everywhere this winter and spring. If you'd like to bring a fun, energetic, music-filled presentation to your community to help celebrate Israel's 75th, just email josh at myisraelimusic.com. We promise you'll leave the presentation inspired, educated, with a big smile on your face and a song or two in your heart. Email josh at myisraelimusic.com and get ready to celebrate Yom Ha'atzmaut 2023 like never before. at facebook.com slash Israel Hour. Email us at info at israelhour.com or call us at 732-932-8800. Now, here's the host of the Israel Hour, Josh Rose. We are building a stronger Israel one song at a time here at Israel Hour Radio. And I love to do this. Once a month or so, we like to invite our listeners on to Israel Hour Radio and get a feel for their musical preferences, learn a little bit about their musical journey, and get to understand some of our listeners' connections to Israel and Israeli music. And today we're going to do just that. It's a feature we call My Israeli Playlist. And this week we welcome Liat Guzi from Washington, D.C. So glad to have you, Liat. Welcome to Israel Hour Radio. Thank you. It's so amazing to be here. So uh, before we jump into your musical uh, tastes and your playlist, uh, what what should we know about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I live currently in Washington, D.C. I came here a year ago after doing my master's in Israel. Um, I live here with my husband. I work for a nuclear innovation startup company. A little random, but very interesting. And I I grew up in the States, but I grew up to Israeli parents. So I always split my time. I would spend most most every summer basically in Israel. 
So I always went back and forth between the world. So it really gave me uh, a lot of exposure to Israeli music growing up. And it was definitely a huge part of, of my life. So back going back and forth your whole life, you must have picked up some really great stuff along the way, I would imagine. I did, you know, uh, not only in Israeli music, but also uh, in other music, because at the time, the trends didn't make it to America quite as quickly as they did here. So I spent most summers, instead of appreciating all that Israel has to offer, I would sell my grandmother's couch and watch MTV Europe. So I would come back to the States and I tell my friends, hey, there's this amazing song, the Macarena. And they would look at me like I was crazy. And then three months later, they're all jumping around doing the Macarena. So I was sort of the, the music prophecy for my friends. So I got great exposure to Israeli music and got to hear a lot of the trends before they, they came to America. That's so funny. Is that still a thing that Europe will have this trend that becomes, I don't know if you know, but Europe will have this trend that becomes a big deal in, in Europe. And then a few months later, America find, finds out about it. You know, I don't think it's really like that anymore. In the 90s, Israel was still a little bit behind America uh, just because we didn't have the internet yet. So things didn't go quite as fast. So a lot of times, you know, songs would come on MTV Europe, which Israel would see, but it would take a while to get over to America. Uh, so, you know, and it was that way. It was, it was much simpler times, I'll say. It was that way in a lot of things. My grandmother loved to watch The Bold and the Beautiful, and that was seven years behind in Israel. So I would come to America during the year and I'd fill her in on, you know, what's happening in the future so she could, she could brag to all her friends. Uh, That's great. Great. Well, uh, clearly you have a long history with Israeli music. And uh, do you have any idea how you found us here at Israel Hour Radio? You know, I wish I did. I was trying to think. It's been so many years now. I'm definitely a silent listener, but I listen all the time. I love the combination of being able to catch up on the you know newest Israeli music, but then also all the theme songs and all the, the older music. And so it's it's I enjoy it a lot, but I really don't know. Probably Google or looking up podcasts, but I've definitely been listening for many years and enjoy it. Well, that works. And uh, we really appreciate meeting our silent listeners every so often because we know the loud ones, but we don't always get to meet the quiet ones. So we're happy you're here. And I was thrilled when you reached out to me and said, hey, we I, I'd love to uh, share my own Israeli playlist. So uh, thank you for being with us, Liat. Glad to have you. Thank you. It's good to be here. So we started off with Abraham Tal's Shavua Tov, a great song. Uh, tell us why you chose that one. Uh, so first of all, it's just a great upbeat song. I, I love a lot of times to put on a good upbeat Israeli song to, to come get your spirits up. But also funny story with Avram Tal was I was in Israel one year and I was watching, I have a version of Carpool Karaoke. Maybe I shouldn't admit this, it's a little embarrassing, but so I see this guy again to the car and I'm like, oh, who's the singer? I, I, I don't recognize him at all. And he starts singing his hits and the first song, I'm like, wow, I love this song. The second song, I'm like, wait, I love this song too. And by the end of the show, I realized that Avram Tal is apparently one of my most favorite singers, and I had no idea. Uh, so that that was a little nod to that, and it's also, I think, just a just a great, great positive song. Good choice. Uh, well, so now uh, we 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 jump back a little bit in time to our next our next selection. Uh, where are we yes. going next on your Israeli playlist? Uh, so we're we're going back a yeah a few. So this is kind of going back. The next few songs are going back to the '90s in Israel when I was a teenager in Israel, and like I said, spent a lot of time listening. Uh, so the next one is Etnex. Uh, so this is Tutim. Again, just a very good song and really reminds me of of great times being a teenager in Israel. A classic from Etnex from Liat and Israel Hour Radio. <laughs> Stop, you know. 
Israeli playlist with Liat Guzi of Washington, D.C., and we're having a great time listening to some of her favorites so far. We just heard three songs, all from the 90s, I think. Uh, tell us what we just heard, Liat. Yeah, so we heard Etnex with two team, and then we went to Tipex, Yeshli Chavara, and the, the great sort of girl anthem by Suri Haddad, Yala Lecha Baita Moti. So these were all, all songs as a, as a teenager in Israel that I loved. Um, and of course, Sarit Haddad is sort of this, this girl anthem um, that I loved with my friends in Israel. Did, uh, you've spent so much time in Israel over the years. Did you, were, you, were, were you a big concert goer in Israel when, while you were there? You know, unfortunately not. I think, you know, I, I think a lot of things I didn't appreciate at the time and I wish now I had, but as teenagers, we just kind of hung out and, you know, we, we really didn't. And now, of course, I'm like, oh, I'm thinking of all the amazing artists I could have seen at the time. And unfortunately, just didn't really have the appreciation for it as a teenager. All right. But, you know, sometimes just hanging out at the mall or wherever you happen to be yeah. and you hear these songs over the loudspeaker and it, it, it leaves an impact. And I think I think that's yeah. great. Uh, so now we move on to Moshe Peretz. And from what I understand, it's a song that's pretty meaningful to you. It is very meaningful. So I got married just about exactly three months ago. Mazal so Tov. This- Thank you. And this was actually the song that I chose to walk down uh, the aisle to the chuppah with. Uh, it was very, you know, I really went, I knew I wanted a song in Hebrew. There was no doubt that had to be an Israeli song because, again, that's such a big part of my life. And, and I really went back and forth on trying to find, I think I listened to dozens and dozens of songs and none of them, none of them fit. And then I think actually my, my husband found the song and I don't even know if I'd heard it beforehand, but instantly within the first few lines, I was like, oh, this, this is it without a doubt. So it, it definitely holds a very special place in my heart now. So nice. Well, Mazal Tov once again. It's Moshe Peretz, Yafa Bilavan, beautiful in white. How appropriate. From Liat at Israel Hour Radio. Yafa Bilavan, Mr. Kelet Alai. 
לא יכולנו יותר לחכות. עם אותו המבט שלקח לי את בדיוק כמו ביום הראשון. ואיתך, מה יש לומר? זה לא נגמר. לאט את מתקרבת אליי, חצי חיוך נושם אותך, את יודעת. ועכשיו מתחת לשמיים, נעצום עיניים, עד האור שלי בעולם, כמו תפילה בלבד מתנגנת, כמה את זוהרת ככה בלבן. יפה בלבן מחייכת שקט מילי, שנגיע הביתה ארצה להיות האישה שרצית תמיד. ואיתך, great song and Liat's wedding song, or at least the song that she walked down to at her wedding only three months ago. Moshe Peretz, Yafa Belavan on Israel Hour Radio. Liat Guzi is our special guest from Washington, D.C. Liat, uh, what, what, tell us about the uh, Jewish community of Washington, D.C. And do you find that most of the people that you associate with are also fans of Israeli music? Because that's, uh, that's something that we see here among American Jews at least where I am in the New York, New Jersey area that, yeah, is people who have a strong connection to Israel are listening. Most American Jews who don't go to Israel every, you know, twice a summer or whatever, uh, they're not so interested. What are you finding in, in your in your circle? Uh, you know, there is definitely, I think, a lot of uh, appreciation. Uh, the D.C. Jewish community, at least in, you know, D.C. proper is very interesting. It's a very strong community, uh, mostly younger people, but very strong. Uh, it was actually uh, amazing for me because when I came here, I actually came to D.C. right after my master's without a job yet, without really knowing anyone. And the Jewish community here really embraced me. Uh, so we actually have quite a few people that, you know, either went on birthright or went to college there. So there's a really great appreciation, I think, for Israeli music, uh, much more than other places I've been in America. Uh, and I think it is because there is there's a very it's a. D.C. proper as maybe a smaller but very strong Jewish community. 
Um, and of course we have much more in, in the suburbs as well. So it's not so small, um, but I, I think it, it definitely has, we get, um, what's interesting with DC is, is most of the Jewish people who live in DC are not from DC. They come from all over the world and all over the country. So we get a really interesting mix of people. So a lot of them have actually traveled quite a bit to Israel. And yet it seems that uh, at least these days, the artists who come to America aren't uh, making a stop in DC for the most part. They are not. They. I, I wish they would, but I guess they figured New York is close enough. So if someone wants to come, they'll go there. But I, I think uh, if they did, we. Uh, I, I think you know we would actually get a very good crowd out here if uh, if any came to DC. Well, if any of the promoters are listening, uh, yeah. Liat Liat is ready to buy a ticket. Uh, I am. <laughs> so uh, where are we going next on your Israeli playlist? So these next two songs are actually going to be a nod to my husband. So I am very Ashkenazi, and my husband is Yemenite, Sephardic. He grew up the same a as mixed me. mixed marriage. Yes, exactly. So he grew up the same as me, the Israeli parents in America, splitting his time between both places, very similar to me. Um, but he actually did the army in Israel, which I did not. Uh, so he was a firefighter in the Air Force uh, in Israel. So the next song that I picked was uh, Elif Kabaim, uh, which is also just a great song. It's Giddy Gov. It's an amazing song, but it's a, it's a nod to him. Um, and the song after that, you know, it's very interesting. We were talking a little bit about this earlier. I don't think I quite realized until I married him that while there's a lot of songs that cross Ashkenazi and Sephardic communities in Israel, there definitely can be a little bit of a divide between the songs that Sephardics grew up listening to and the music that they appreciate versus what us Ashkenazim listen to. So he oftentimes introduces me in music that he's like, oh, this is the, the biggest song in Israel. And I've I'd never heard it because in my, in my circles, it didn't quite play. And so uh, the, the song after that is interesting because that is from Sion Golan. Uh, it's a very Yemenite song, uh, probably different than what most listeners have heard on this. Uh, but he actually had a relative at Rosh Hashanah that was saying how Sion Golan came to sing one song at his wedding many you know decades ago. And the entire town came out to to, you know, stand around the wedding hall just to try and hear a glimpse of him, and it was, you know, the the, the biggest star coming uh, to to hear in their in their town, and the whole town was very excited over this. So I, I had to kind of put in that 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 nod to to him and to his Yemenite heritage. And and that's really why I appreciate these opportunities to to uh, sit down with our listeners so much because they'll often bring something to to the show that you know I wouldn't be paying attention to. So uh, it turns out Sion Golan is a is a major superstar in the Yemenite uh, Israeli community. So thank you. He, he is, and you know I gotta say his song is uh, the one I'm playing, Abba Shimon. It's it's a very catchy tune. Well, we'll get to that next. We'll begin with Doda Elef Kabaim on Israel Hour Radio.
לכבות אותי. אלף כפיים לא יצליחו לכבות אותי. Shimon, Yavonini, when you must say 
Israel Hour Radio, Liat Guzi of Washington, D.C. is our special guest. She is presenting an episode of My Israeli Playlist. Hey, you can do the same if you have a playlist of songs, and I know it's not easy to narrow it down to uh, 12 or 13 or 14 songs from (laughs) all the songs we've learned our whole lives, but uh, if you can do that and you'd like to do exactly what Liat is doing, we'd love to meet you, so please email me, josh at myisraelimusic.com. That's Josh at myisraelimusic.com and we will make it happen and you can sit just where Liat is, either on the other side of a Zoom camera or come to our studio in New Jersey. Uh, either way, we'd love to meet you. Liad is our special guest today. We just heard from Tzion Golan, a song called Abba Shimon and we were talking earlier about the the uh, cultural divide between Ashkenazim and Sephardim and how uh, sometimes they have their own culture that, that we Ashkenazim know nothing of uh, and in Israel, that's probably even more amplified. But Liata, I feel like over the in the nineties, a lot of Ashkenazim turned their nose against uh, Mizrahi music. They didn't want to hear it. It wasn't for them. That's changed over the past twenty years, and I feel like Mizrahi music has gone mainstream a little bit, or, or a lot of bit, in Israel. And now the the the, the lines are very much blurred. Yeah, absolutely. I see less of it now. I mean, I think it's no secret that a lot of the, the you know, Sephardic and Mizrahi communities struggled when they first came to Israel. The Yemenites were certainly no exception. They, they had a very difficult time when they first came to Israel in terms of integrating and, you know, often being looked down on uh, on their culture and their practices. So it was, it was definitely a big issue in Israel for, you know, the first few decades that they were in existence. But I think today, you're really seeing that disappearing. And if anything, I think, you know, I've heard of Ashkenazim doing henna ceremonies before their weddings. Uh, some of the, the most exciting restaurants in Israel now are, are Sephardic restaurants. So it's it's definitely not as taboo as it once was. And I think you see that divide between my husband and I in terms of us growing up hearing different musical styles. But I, I would imagine for, you know, teenagers living now in Israel, it, it's it's much, much less so. Uh, because it really has become mainstream, and if anything, I think almost considered kind of cool. The the Mizrahi music and often and culture and traditions is is considered cool now in a way it wasn't a few you know like you said twenty thirty years ago. And if you, if you and your husband can uh, meet and fall in love and get married, then uh, you know anything uh, anything we would there the cultural lines are kind of non-existent these days, I guess. <laughs> Exactly, and I will say he's an excellent cook, so I, I definitely, uh, definitely won on the on the Sephardic recipes. There you go. That's a great thing. Uh, speaking of Yemenites, we now go to uh, one of the all-time most famous Yemenites, and uh, she is the artist that was just named as one of Rolling Stone's best singers of all time. If I'm getting that correct, uh, who, where are we going next? Uh, so this is Ofra Chaza. Uh, great classic song of hers, Gavriel. Um, and it's interesting. This is a, a Yemenite singer that obviously I knew very well. And one of the ways that I've actually bonded with my mother-in-law is, is our shared love of Israeli music. And she really loves these sort of older type songs. And this is one of her favorites and one of my favorites as well. And just such a such a beautiful song. And I think Rin, in a way, I, I didn't include a whole lot of the much older music, uh, you know, limited to 12 songs. There's only so much you can do. But I really have such a deep appreciation for a lot of the the older music in Israel. And I think a lot of times it just reflects the, the time period and the beauty of the, the time of this growing nation. And um, and 
Jennifer Hazo really was a, a musical genius. She was she was amazing. So I had to I had to include one of her songs as well. Never mind. I, I never mind listening to Oprah Chaza, the voice of an angel. It uh, we, we miss her so much and uh, glad you're including her. Oprah Chaza Gavriel on Israel Hour Radio. Thank <laughs> you. 
סימפטי, שלוש שנים הוא סובל בשקט, כן לפעמים היא כמעט צועקת, ומה אם בעלה יודע, היא מסתירה את מכתביה. מזה כותב לך ילדונת, גלי מי שולח. זה פרחים סבול כשהאביב פורח. מבתשי בכל נובמבר, מברכה בלי שם או רמז, שולח לך סיגליות בזר קשור בסרט. David Broza on Israel Hour Radio. Liat is choosing the songs today, and she's picking some great ones. What did we just hear, Liat? So this was David Broza, Sigalit. And, you know, this, unlike other songs, does not necessarily have a personal connection to me. I just think that this song is so amazing. And so I'll actually give a spoiler, because I know some of your listeners may not understand the Hebrew in it, but it's a really beautiful song about... A one, beautiful and a little a little bittersweet too uh, about a woman who receives a, a mystery uh, bouquet of flowers sigillates a, a flower I'm of course blanking now what would be the the English uh, translation of that uh, but they are they are beautiful flowers and she receives she's a married woman but she receives every week this you know beautiful love poem and And these beautiful flowers and she stays up at night wishing why could her husband not be the one and her husband's so quiet and why can't her husband show this kind of affection to her but she never tells her husband and in the the last part of the song all of a sudden switched to the husband's perspective and it turns out it was the husband that had been sending her every week these flowers but he didn't have the heart to tell her either that was him and so he watches her every week receiving these flowers and being so happy and not knowing so it's this very sweet but you know also bitter bitter sweet song but it's it's such a cool and unique song that I had to include it 
a beautiful and and really a classic. And I I love that you explain the meaning behind the song. I feel like for for you're right. So many of us li- living in America, unless we take the time to pick apart the lyrics of a song, it doesn't just snap in our brain when we hear it. And for for a lot of people, I think that's a barrier to entry in Israeli music. But it it helps us improve our Hebrew. And and when we can really say. I understand every word of this song. It just, it, it feels really great. So uh, I, I've always said, you know, you don't understand the words, listen anyway, and eventually it will all make sense and you'll work on it. And in the meantime, you'll just enjoy some great music and some, some great voices. Uh, absolutely. You should still listen. A lot of times you can, you can hear so many nuances just from the song that even if you don't know all the words, they're still beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love it. Uh, Pe'er Tassi is our next guest on Israel Hour Radio. We'll, we'll come to sing for us. Tell us about the song we're about to hear. So we're going to some more of a, a couple more current songs. Uh, this song, again, it's interesting when we're talking about words. You know, a lot of times, even though I understand Hebrew, I do have to focus a little bit more if I want to really understand all the, the lyrics to what I'm listening to. And this song, I, I should have looked up ahead of time exactly what, what it is, but there is, there's some sort of chorus in there that, uh, you know, he doesn't need a lot. He can just be living in a, you know, in the village, in an apartment with, you know, his dog and he'll be happy. And it's just this very sweet song. Um, and, and he's a great artist. Um, and it's, it's again, it's one of these, these really fun, catchy tunes. Uh, it's a great music video too. Uh, and so that was, that was why I included it. All right, Pe'er Tassi, Mi Ani, Israel Hour Radio. Shalom is God. I'm a 
Israel Our Radio, I love that song, and I think many of our listeners love it as well. It's Hanan Ben-Ari. Uh... It, 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 great choice and another, you know one that many of us would have chosen but why is that special to you uh, so I don't know necessarily special it's kind of funny uh, I, I started finally uh, working out uh, more more properly on a regular basis uh, you know recently especially before the wedding as, as most women do and that was always the final song in my playlist of like the last few minutes when I was like I I'm I'm really done I can't continue and that would be the pick me up to to get me going for the last three minutes of the workout so a kind of an interesting way probably not the way most people listen to Hanan Benari, but but that particular song was uh was always a great great uh, it's just a personal favorite and, and you have so. a you have a special relationship with that song probably unlike anybody else in the world yeah. and I'm that's, sure that's very cool I'm sure it's a one-of-a-kind connection <laughs> well we love it uh so Liat Guzi is our special guest on today's show and Liat you mentioned that you spent a lot of time growing up in Israel back and forth in the U.S. uh where was your home base in in Eretz Israel? yeah so it's interesting on my on my father's uh my father's father's side um and also on my mother's side they came came later on after after world war ii but my maternal grandmother was actually born in israel in the early 30s but obviously before it was israel uh, and so she was born in haifa and we actually have an apartment like a small apartment building uh three stories uh that uh her I believe it was it would have been her father who would have built in the 20s in Israel and it's still wow. standing in Haifa and still have members of the family that live there uh, so and my father was born in Haifa um, when I was a child they moved to the suburbs to Kiryat Bialik 
uh, and that was also where I had an aunt, uncle, and cousins that lived. So every summer I spent in in Kiryat Bialik, a lot of time in the north. It was beautiful. Got to spend, I mean, the nature in the north. You know, within 30, 45 minutes of Haifa, you have such beautiful nature. You have you know, Akko and Haifa itself is is an amazing city. So I got to spend a lot of time there. Like I said, that's where you know my father went to the Technion in Israel. Uh, so we have a lot of connections with Haifa, and it's a beautiful area. Um, I was very excited that when I was doing my master's was I finally got to spend some time in other parts of the country. Although now, now we're much more spread out um, throughout the throughout the country. You know, cousins have now you know moved around. Uh, my father's returned to Israel. He lives in Rishon Lezion, but one of the places I spent the least amount of time was in Jerusalem. So I, I made sure to actually live two months in Israel during my master's in Jerusalem, right across the street from Achne Yehuda, oh. and that was uh, also great food and and a really great experience to get to spend a little bit of time uh, in Jerusalem, uh, living like that. So it was it was very exciting. But I have a special spot in my heart for Haifa in the north. Yeah, that sounds incredible. I, I unfortunately haven't spent that much time in Haifa, but I know people who have uh, spent significant time there and they they love it. And uh, it's a really, really great, great part of Israel. Absolutely. I encourage you to go there next time. You I, I think I need to, for sure, for sure. Uh, well, Liat, I, I got to tell you, it's been really, really wonderful getting to know you and learning a little bit about your your life and your musical tastes and your musical journey. And uh, really grateful that you took the time to share some, uh, some great songs with us here at Israel Hour Radio. And uh, really thank you so much for, for being part of uh, the experience here today. Thank you so much for having me. It really was a blast, and I enjoyed it so much. And before we go, we have one more song by Ilanit. Uh, tell us what we're hearing next. Yes. Yeah, so again, this one, you know, we started off the show with uh, Shavuot Tov, and this is also sort of another upbeat song about looking forward to the future, of course, uh, from a few few decades before. But Ilanit, it's such a classic song, and I, I included it didn't include a whole lot of the, the older songs. Like I said, I, I love this music and I love that it's, it just feels like such the spirit of what Israel was and Israel is encompassed in a song. Uh, so I thought it would be a great way to, to end, end, this, end the music on a, another positive note. On an optimistic note, for sure. Bashana haba'a. Liat, you were a lot of fun. Thank you so much once again. And uh, you are tuned to 88.7 WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. We'll see you next week on Israel Hour Radio. Liat, sign us off. Al tafsiku l'ashir. Bashana
thanks for listening to Israel Hour Radio. I sure hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, tell a friend about us. You can also help us grow by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, write a few words about why you love the show. If this show makes a difference in your life, we'd love it if you'd consider becoming a member of MyIsraeliMusic.com. Just visit MyIsraeliMusic.com slash membership. We love speaking to communities, schools, and synagogues about the joys of Israeli music. So if you'd like to bring us to your community, email me at josh at MyIsraeliMusic.com and we'll make it happen. Our voicemail line is always open at 732-844-9778. So feel free to give us a call and tell us what you thought of this week's show. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Just search for Israel Hour Radio. Thanks for being part of the Israeli music community, and thank you for listening to Israel Hour Radio.